Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Kat. This is the Ambitious About Autism podcast. Um, I'm delighted to say that I'm joined today by Lizzie Clark, who is the star of a new radio drama called Indigo Children, which has been written by Hannah Silver and will be airing on BBC Radio 4 in August. Hi, Lizzie. Hello. So first of all, I wondered, could you explain um, a, a little bit more about what this play is all about? Well... The play centres on Roz, the character who I play. Uh, she's doing a podcast of her own uh, and invites her mum onto the pos- podcast. She calls it a Roscast, which I think is quite sweet. Um, so she's doing a segment all about labels, and in particular, the label that she wants to delve into is uh, autism and how... She hasn't. She hasn't been officially diagnosed, but she, you know, she has a conversation with her mum saying, uh, "I've looked. I've done research into it. I have all these traits, and I think this is who I am, and it helps me define who I am through that." In contrast to that, uh, Lydia, her mum, she's quite. She's almost can't accept the the reality that Ros has brought to her. So. She reacts very negatively to uh, the word autism and says, "No, you're not autistic. You're just, you're just, you know, you're different. You're special." Um, and Roz, what I quite like is it's Roz sort of saying, "Well, no, you know, I understand why you might think that, but I definitely think I am this way." And that's, uh, I think that's a, it's it's an experience that. If, fair few autistic people have had I think mm-hmm. I've never had it personally myself but I do know there are people who hear that sort of term and just the the worst springs to mind you know mm-hmm. so after after sort of a bit back and forth between them sort of explaining it goes delves into Lydia's past and the experience she's, she's had uh, raising Roz and you know how onlookers have sort of tried to sort of there's lots of different uh, sorry lots of different elements to the yeah characters elements yeah to the characters um, so moving on I wondered could you just sort of tell me more about how you came to play the part of Roz uh, well my first ever acting role was about a decade ago actually uh, uh, I was Poppy in Dustbin Baby, which was a BBC drama, um, and because it got a bit of press about an autistic character being played by an autistic person, um, my article was found by the writer uh, Hannah Hannah Silver, um, th- and through my mum as well, who was a campaigner. She sort of requested that um, that she could uh, have speak to me and. I would audition. I auditioned for it over the auditioned for it over the phone. Um, I had a really lovely uh, phone call with the director Jude Kelly, who did who did the reading of the character Lydia, um, and then I heard back from them a, a couple of weeks later. So great, <laughs> yeah. And um, and I wanted to ask. Um, obviously, you mentioned you were the first autistic actor on television. Mm-hmm. Um, and were there sort of any similarities between your own experience of autism and the character of Roz? Mm. Um, I do see myself like, in a way, we're very different. She's quite an like an enigmatic, very um, extra 
extroverted person like she you know she's got her own podcast she's very sort of um like, outgoing yeah outgoing like kind of like a theatrical kind of vibe to the podcast whereas I'm quite introverted and shy but it, I, I see myself in her in the sense of humour that she has she makes like quite uh, like silly jokes and snarky jokes with her mum uh, sort of back and forth banter between her and her mum as well um, like playful banter mm. I was actually quite reminded of some of the jokes I have with my mum you know just silly sort of mumsy yeah. mum and daughter moments um, and there were some quite heartwarming moments as well between them that made me think of me and my mum mm. she's also got the habit of um, she's very matter of factual so, so she says what she thinks and you know if she doesn't understand something, she'll just sort of say, "Well, well, this is how it is. I don't, you know, I don't understand it, and uh, you know, it should be this way." And I can have the habit of doing that too. <laughs> um, she, yeah, and she's very. I, I used this phrase uh, at one point when I was talking with Jude about the character. I said, uh, "She's unabashedly herself," and I quite, quite think that sums her up quite well because um, she knows she's very self-aware of herself and why she acts the way she does and she won't let anyone even Lydia who she cares the world about to tell her that she's not because you know she's very she's very self-aware in that regard and I I think I'm quite self-aware as well in a way yeah so um and um can you tell us what the recording process is like for a radio drama in this case um I read the script off my, uh, I, have, I have an iPad with me and we were given the PDF of the scripts because they didn't want page turn noises, uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> they didn't want page turn noises um, to be picked up on the microphone and in this, I don't know how it is because this is my first experience so I can't speak for all but in, in this case um, we were in a, res a residential place, uh, we were in the director's apartment, which um, it was, a re it was a really good location to uh, well, it was a really good location to record on. Even but from time to time there would be a bit of noise because she's right next to a canal. Okay. Yeah, mm. and I, I guess for a radio drama, then noise is really yeah. um, the tech as well. It picked up on everything. Yeah, so we had to. Re re-record quite a few quite a few bits um, because it was just like it just a, a, the noise of drilling from half halfway down the street could be picked really up, picked up right. um, so it had to be like dead silent uh, and everyone there was just worked really well off each other uh, we moved from location to location for different Parts. For example, there were scenes filmed outside, we filmed outside in the car park. Um, one scene, be an interaction between Ivy and Lydia was out in the hallway of the apartment, so it, it helped with like different uh, like reverberations, make, made it sound more... Um, made it sound more genuine. Yeah. Obviously, it sounds like there's some really interesting themes in the mm -hmm. play, and especially around it seems sort of maybe um, adults coming to terms with yeah. um, diagnosis. I just wondered what you hope people will learn about autism when they listen to the play. Mm -hmm. Well, 
something I think is very important is that people need to know that there isn't one fixed way of being autistic because it is a spectrum and there are there is a of course a diagnosis criteria for certain traits but every individual person is different and representation media of autism can form stereotypes in a way so I think it is helpful to show like for example the stereotype of um, you you often get autistic characters who they're almost like emotionless and they're very quiet and introverted and but of course Roz is completely almost the opposite of that and um, although I can understand where the stereotype comes from in a way uh, it, it, it is just important to show different variations of the archetype I guess because mm-hmm. um, yeah that's what it's what we need we need to sort of uh, broaden the spectrum mm. if you know what I mean mm. Um, mm. and can you uh, could you tell our listeners a bit more about um, what it's like being an actor obviously you mentioned you started your career when you were quite young um, mm. on TV um, so yeah what, what is what is it like sort of being an autistic actor in the industry um, well I with my autism it gets me quite nervous gets me quite anxious to do a job and um, I'm not sure if it's that of course everyone gets nervous like I very usually usually people who I work with are very understanding and sweet about it and they were sort of saying oh don't be nervous you know I get nervous even though I've been doing this for a while but I think in a way there is a type of nervousness that can only be experienced by autistic people in and if you get what I mean in that sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the thing is you meet all kinds of different people and you're traveling to all sorts of different places and you know sometimes uh my routine because of course being on the spectrum you routine is a very important mm-hmm. thing and i need t- time to wind down um and being away from home can be a bit stressful mm-hmm. but it is really fun and really exciting and you just meet great people and you know talented people as well you know all kinds of uh, people that have just given me some like I've only had two two acting jobs but already I've learnt so much mm-hmm. from other people mm-hmm. and the stories you hear and it's like everyone in the field just is very passionate about what they do like from the actors you know, sound designers the writers the costume people just everyone and they'll they'll talk to you and they'll tell you, you know their experiences of their own and it's just great it makes everything just so interesting mm-hmm. every little aspect of mm-hmm. it is great to yeah i've never a dull moment really <laughs> ever it sounds brilliant mm. <laughs> um and um yeah obviously we've talked about your um, first role on tv and um, i wondered if you could sort of tell us um what the differences are between sort of doing mm-hmm. um tv drama and uh, radio drama mm-hmm. well first thing i noticed is you can turn up in jeans <laughs> you turn up in jeans and top and no makeup and it doesn't really matter as much you don't have to you know keep having makeup done mm-hmm. for each shot you can just come as you are and as long as you can do the voice then it's great um but one thing i did notice is even though there aren't any cameras around uh often the people who you're working with they will act out what they're doing uh which i found really helpful because it can be 
um, it can be quite, I guess, odd in a way to just sort of stand still and have to do a very dramatic scene, but, you know, standing stock still and it can be a bit confined, but, um, I mean, kudos to people who can do that, it shows they've got a lot of time, but um, I don't know if I'm one of the people who can sort of, you know, say it's be very cross, I have to... I have to really sort of wave my hands around and be mm-hmm. very kind of mm-hmm. um, energetic mm-hmm. and all over the place when, yeah. I'm, when yeah. I'm doing stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've mentioned, um, you've talked about how some people might have um, a stereotypical view of mm. um, what an autistic person is like. Sort of following on from that, I just wondered, um, you know, how important um, you think it is for... Uh, actors with autism to be sort of represented in more widely I guess in in radio and TV and Mm. and film um I think it's important because you know it sets a precedence like from a representation of characters or the actors that play them if they if if people who have autism view that they can say oh my gosh you know I can I can do that you know because Sometimes I've found, this is from my personal experience, my autism can be can act as a bit of a roadblock, like it can make me anxious, it can make me not want to do things. And But I think the thing is, just, just to know that there are people out there who can say, you know, even, even if you do worry about how things might go, there are people out there who accept you and are willing to do what they can to support you and you know sometimes having a disability can act as a roadblock and stigma doesn't need to be on top of that you know Mm -hmm. and um, I just think having as well having characters who you can look at and say look how much like that I am I can understand myself better and Mm -hmm. you can help people understand you too mm-hmm. I think yeah great fantastic well you you sound like a brilliant role model and um, thank you can't wait That's to so see what sweet. no it's, it's true and we can't wait to hear uh, and hear and see what you you know what you do next yeah I mean it was the, the script is great and the actors I was with is great it's just you know it's got a lot going for it I'm really hoping this will be a, I really think this will good i'm sure it will be um and thank you ever so much for, for chatting you. to us today so lizzie um as we've discussed is starring in uh, indigo children um which is airing on monday the 20th of august at 2 15 p.m on bbc radio 4 and it's been directed by jude kelly uh, so thank you very much lizzie thank you